0: Let's put that there. So, what, what do you got there?
1: Okay, well, I thought we could start with maybe just a brief introduction about ourselves. Yeah. And I don't know if that's as short as like our names or if we actually share about our families and our backgrounds and all that. Yeah. We can decide later, I guess, Yeah. as we go. And then why we're doing this podcast. Okay. Um, and what it's actually going to be, I guess. Yeah. And. Then We can go into a little bit of each of our, our project, I guess.
0: Yeah, okay, sounds yeah. good. Do you want to start or do you want me to start?
1: Uh, you can start introducing yourself, okay? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, um, how would I describe myself at the moment? I'd say that I'm Matt and I'm a dad, <laughs> <Good start>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm married to you, <laughs> do you know what I mean? And yes, yeah, so we've got our boys, John 3, Dewey 1, um, John Engineering Minded, Dewey minded or like Durant, a, Durant yeah. a musical man yeah, and people, yeah. yeah and and maybe briefly on the area that I'm working in I mean it is background in, in industrial design um, basically making physical products and then now interested in making digital products and part of that is understanding how these things fit in people's lives and um, what kind of Things that they um, enable people to do, what they evoke out of people, like, I'm just fascinated about the kind of the built environment, physical world, how how people and their, the things that they use kind of work together. Um, so, yeah, so currently in, in the technology startup space, tech startups, and that's, I don't want to get ahead of myself, because that's <laughs> where we'll come kind of get to later in my update, but over to you.
1: Okay, well, I'm Jomaine. Jomaine is. Married to the one and only (laughs) Matthias, I sometimes call him Matthias. so if you're wondering who I'm talking to. (laughs)
0: Afrikaans. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm South
1: African originally, but I've spent more than half my life in New Zealand. So, we're in Auckland, New Zealand. And we're currently actually in the middle of the COVID-19 coronavirus. Lockdown. Lockdown, yeah. We're about six weeks in now. Yeah. We've just gone down a level to to level 3. Yep. So, so yeah. Yeah. I think um so for me my background is as a journalist and a TV journalist going into doing documentaries and then I did a few videos, did my own business doing story-based videos for companies and organizations. Mm. Completely burnt out and I did um ended up producing radios producing radio programs, Mm. and then decided to change tact a little bit and do acting. And then I got pregnant. (laughs) (laughs) And so since then, I have been a mom, and I moved into being a full-time mom because I couldn't do both. And that's had its own issues, I guess. It's not issues for me, but it's brought things up.
0: Yeah, it's hardcore parenting.
1: Yeah, Mm. it's definitely like, I mean, I guess up until... I became a mother, every single part of my career has been around a certain... Are you looking at me going, like, this is not the time for this, Jimmy? No, we no, no. do this, this later s- in the... No, podcast. no, this
0: is very interesting.
1: Okay, <laughs> okay. So I guess up until I became a mother, everything in my career had at least a common thread of purpose and meaning um, that I was exploring in life, you know, around storytelling and... Mm. Um, And then I became a mum, and suddenly all those things just take a bench seat, you know, and suddenly like my identity, I don't know what it is. Mm -hmm. Um, I also, yeah, I'm doing monotonous day in, day out, 24-7 kind of role. And to be honest, people ask me whether I've enjoyed motherhood and I haven't. <laughs> like, if I'm being completely honest, I have. But I haven't. I think I I think our kids are just cool. Yeah. They're cool little people. They make me laugh every day. Mm. And they also make me scream <laughs> <laughs> inside and out. Um, I think it's just I'm someone I like variety. Yeah. I like fast paced. I like um, starting new things and mm. that is just not my re- my reality right now. And I've deliberately chosen to accept this invitation of motherhood, especially while our kids are still very little, and mm. just stay home with them. Mm. Um, but it has taken me th- three years. It took me three years to become content with being a full-time mum and to stop thinking about everything that I can't do in this space and actually start okay. realizing what can I do right now that I can't do mm. and any other times of my life and yeah it's been a real journey with God and with you mm. babe and with the kids and friends and family to actually get to this place and then lo and behold <laughs> over the last six months I kind of felt like that season now is starting to slightly change where for the first time I'm feeling like, ah, oh, I can maybe start thinking about some other projects I'd like to do. But I'm not quite at the stage where I feel like I can actually make something fully and step into it fully. Like I still want mm. to be um, a full-time mum and I don't want anything I'm doing getting in the way or, or creating like... Well, I was going to say creating tension for me, but I think anything we do in life has tension, mm. right? So, yeah. I don't know. I don't know how to yeah. describe it. I just... It's going want... to an
0: interesting process. As yeah. We kind of figure this out. Um,
1: yeah. And
0: adjust to, like, mm. yeah, these range of things that we want to do. and
1: mm. Um, mm. Yeah. So, anyway, the reason why we're doing this podcast is, well, I touched on it briefly that we're in the middle of lockdown. About six weeks in, and to be honest, Matt and I have started fighting lots.
0: Like, <laughs> <laughs> <fracked> fight real well.
1: <laughs> Especially Both. in the
0: last two weeks. Like yeah. It's like got it's to just, another level of...
1: Yeah, man. It's just, I think we've been... Small house. Very small house. We live on a one-bedroom place with two little kids. Um, mm. I love it. It's got epic view.
0: Mm. Great cool space spot.
1: outside. We're living... Attached to some really good friends of ours. Our house is attached to their house. So the kids love playing together. Mm. But um, yeah, I think it's small space. It's also, I think we haven't been having enough up- time apart mm. <laughs> from each other. And also not enough quality time together. Yeah. together. Yeah. So this podcast, the reason I'm doing it is kind of, it's twofold. It's one, to create a space where... Every week, I'm connecting with you, babe, mm. to actually hear about what's happening in your world. Because for you, very much like me, the types of projects that we do is never just a project. It's always co- connected to our latest musings and ponderings about mm. life mm. um, and experiments. So, yeah, I want yeah. to actually share what I where I'm at, and I want to hear from you. So it's kind of a, going to be a bit of a quality time space. <laughs> Um, And yeah It is also because I'm going to count it as like an accountability Type of thing At the beginning of the lockdown I thought I'd write a um, Kind of like a memoir to the boys Who will someday look back and go Oh my goodness we lived through a world pandemic And they want to know what it's like So I thought I'd start writing this memoir I did so well that first week But five weeks later, I haven't done anything else. And that's just so typical um, of me. One, because of, I guess, the life stage I'm in. But also, I think it's more just a personality thing. So, I actually do need some sort of accountability. So, knowing that we're going to be doing this each week. And posting it. And posting it. Yeah. 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 I will actually be forced to do something. Cool. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm similar in that regard that this will be a cool regular thing to do to check in. It's going to be great chat, mm. um, focus chat. Not that we won't chat <laughs> outside this, but I think this makes it a... Uh, uh, like we won't the, be the talking fortune. about the pooey nappies we've had. <laughs> and like yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, yeah, work issues. We'll be talking about the cool things.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the key things that are, that are going on in the projects. Mm. Um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm really looking forward to this. So should we jump into what the projects are and the mm. time we've got remaining? Just one
1: more thing on that. I'm really keen for this to be a space that is really vulnerable like for us not to appear like we've got this we know exactly what we're doing (laughs) we're We're the experts let's just tell you how to do it because that's not our story at the moment at all probably never will be our our story yeah Um, it's messy and it's gonna be as things unfold I suppose yeah and even talking about like fears and struggles and ponderings
0: yeah yeah more questions than answers yeah (laughs) So Okay,
1: you go first then with your project.
0: Okay, so I guess the timing of this is important because yesterday it began for me. Um, As I mentioned, I'm in the technology startup space and I'm getting into the beginning of a um, tech startup. So the area of it is in helping um, other companies, particularly small teams, founders, In the conversations with customers, which has been my last 15 years of, um, as a designer, helping people, um, kind of craft things that help people, um, do things in the world. So companies helping customers do things in the world. And, um, yeah, I just think there's a real, I've, I've discovered there's a bit of a, a, um, an area there where people struggle. Like founders often don't necessarily know how to have those very early stage conversations, uh, and then later in the company where um, where they're trying to create something new, um, have those embryonic conversations again. Mm. So that's the space, which is kind of like that's a problem space. Yeah. What we create in that, I have no idea. <laughs> but um, I tend to go and um, start with conversations, of um, with people in that area trying to do those types of things. And just see, yep. uh, see where they're at, see where they're at, what tools they're using. and So that's how things will begin. Um,
1: that's a little bit different, though, to the way you used to do things, right? Like yeah. In previous yeah, so, attempt.
0: Yeah, so probably, yeah, helpful context as quickly is that there was about six weeks ago, seven weeks ago. So I have been involved in a three-person startup, uh, which has been my first kind of foray into the startup world. Um, that we ran kind on of around for a couple of years and so it was me a designer. Three
1: years and three months. but No one's counting. <laughs> How many days <laughs> Three. Um,
0: and that was with me and a, and a developer and another designer and um, yeah, it was a very cool team and the same problem space actually. Um, and yeah, we kind of got to the point with that where we couldn't quite get everyone on the team able to like have the time. That was that were all um, agreed on would be required to, to move the startup forward so that was a pretty kind of challenging decision uh, we were back to to, to kind of decide that we we'll, would close that even though we loved working together um, it, just the circumstances meant that we couldn't continue that so um yeah, so I know I've asked the team if they mind whether I continue in the space and uh, they've been fine with that. Just so, in the
1: problem space. Like you're yeah. probably not going to take that product any further.
0: No, no. And in a way I can't because it's it's a product built for three people and three yeah. people have a particular um, skill set. Skill set. So, so this, whatever we create next will be... Me as a solo founder um and my skill set i mean who knows what will happen in the journey who i'll meet and like whether i'll find a developer or someone else like um i don't know how that will play out but i think initially it will be me chatting to other founders figuring out what needs to be done and there's a lot you can do these days without needing to do code there's a whole movement of no code tools where you kind of have other subscription products that you pay for and you kind of them together, and you can actually do some very interesting stuff. Mm. And I might, yeah, I might discover some things. I might have an update on some of the things I've, I've found. But um probably finally, just day one, uh, what actually happened. Oh, yeah, what actually happened to you? Because it all started yesterday. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I started the day. Um, By the way,
1: we were going to record this yesterday on day one, but I spent most of the day at... The doctor is trying to get my one-year-old to give us a urine sample. <laughs> so, fair to say I got back and I was like, not up for anything. <laughs> yeah,
0: totally. So, we're on the backup day. Yeah. Saturday. Um, so, yeah. So, I um, started the day um, with a job on Figma, which is a, um, a kind of tool for designing. And uh, I just created this big board called my inspiration board. And what I did was to start off with is I, um, kind of collected a bunch of notes and scraps of things that I had kind of had in the back of my mind and kind of pulled those together and, um, yeah, along the way I was, um, I was trying to kind of get into kind of deep work mode and, and, and also, um, in prayer and kind Mm. of thinking through, um, just a general openness to, like, are there any questions that rest in my mind or ideas that kind of occur to me? Um, and just have that openness. So...
1: This is a very new way for you of doing things, hey? Like, this is something that over the last... In the month gap between ending your 1st startup and starting this new journey, hmm. something's happened for you. And, I mean, there'll probably be other podcasts where you actually go into that change that... Yeah. But, um, yeah, just this way of... Listening and conversation with God. Yeah. um, And sitting with... Exploring. Yeah. I mean,
0: at a high level, tracking through... (laughs) I mean, for this journey, through four different books, through the history of philosophical thought. um, (laughs) And, yeah.
1: Plato and Thomas Aquinas. And mm. it's
0: coming to the sense of that, that some, an aspect that's important to us is to kind of... um, Rest in the fact that the, the world is much bigger than ourselves. Hey, babe,
1: babe, you're mumbling. Oh, Slow no, down.
0: Okay. Getting excited. <laughs> He's
1: getting excited now. You should actually see him. He's like on um, the edge of his <laughs> seat. <laughs> yeah. I
0: mean, so the world is much bigger than ourselves and we get we can, um, through um, attending to what is going on in the world and we can start to kind of participate in things that aren't our own initiating. And that's in a, in a way what I want to do here. I want mm. to start to... Um, understand what's the patterns of how kind of founders work and and what are they they themselves trying to do primarily as opposed to what would I like them to do? Mm -hmm. Uh, What's this kind of great idea I've got? How do I bring that out into the world and kind of shift people's behavior towards my idea? Um, It's more of a how do I, I've got an area of interest, this kind of problem space. How do I start to understand their wills, their, their intentions? What are they trying to do? And then, um, and then in the mix, kind of just getting, um, part of the kind of prompts and prayer I, I find, over the course of my life and engaging in like, because prayer is like not just our personal relationship, it's kind of participating in, in in the the prayers of the church and um, the broader issues of the world beyond my, um, my little life. Mm. Um, so an awareness of that of the much bigger kind of stage in which we operate. Um, I think. Um. Yeah, it's, it's, it's important in this process to, to be more open to the world and I find in conversation with God it's often a invitation to to serve others and to be more open to others and what they're trying to do. So yeah, so what that looked like on day one was kind of gathering um, some thoughts of things that I've seen, trends that I've seen and I ended up kind of on the on the internet and starting to look at some trends and tooling and, and conversations around this area um, and then... Um. Once I did that, I I found this real fascinating blog. Um. From a startup called Userlist, and and one of the founders actually detailed out how they went through this real early stage. Oh. and It was really helpful actually. Just kind of just sitting in that and kind of looking like how they did things and um who they talked to and what they were looking for. Both I mean in two levels. One is like just in terms of I'm in that stage right now, but also in terms of this is the problem space that I'm in. Yeah, so uh, it was the same
1: problem space. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. So
0: this was the start of their come, And then in it, there was this podcast that they had of this. They're <laughs> doing this as well. Or well, it's actually a podcast that they listened to called Amy Screams at, Te- at um, Software. <laughs> and it was so good. Like, she just um, really gave this interesting insight into um, how com- common analytics tools work. I mean, I could probably go into it more at another, at another time. But, um, yeah, at the high level, found that really helpful. Got a bunch of different kind of patterns together. This is my only thinking about what's actually going on in this problem space. What are people trying to do? And then uh, the wrap-up of the day was getting in touch with people. I just need to start... Getting in con- touch with what, sorry? With people. Oh, yeah. yeah. I just need to get the conversations going. So I fired out about six to ten emails. Oh, um, wow, nice. And just starting to kind of get in touch Chat with people um around this area.
1: How did you get
0: in touch with? Oh, a range of different people from founders, most mostly founders. Um,
1: founders that you know yeah, already.
0: Yeah, or well, from um, some of the stuff that we did with uh, Hunch, the previous startup. I've oh, yeah, been so in the touch-
1: previous startup was called Hunch.
0: Yeah, um, so I've been in touch with kind of founders all around the world. Oh, that's So, so cool. there's a few that had been in touch. So I kind of reached back and I gave them the update of what's happened with the product and said i'm still working in the space um and just keen to get a kind of an update on their on their company
1: and the struggles they're having
0: yeah or just how they're going um so yeah and then my mentor charles got in touch with him again Uh, i think that'd be cool to
1: matt's mentor is a guy called charles bezera
0: yeah brazilian guy he's he's incredible um Yeah. yeah so I might have an update from a chat with him at some stage. Yeah, uh, so yeah I'll cool. let I'll let that kind of <laughs> that content speak for itself. He's it's yeah. pretty amazing. So yeah, so that was day one, um, and I'm excited about getting into n- next week. So yeah, I'll have two days a week now to work on the startup, and yeah.
1: So Matt works three days a week at Westpac, a bank, a bank, one of the and banks. that he loves it there. But it also covers our bills, which is great. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: There's some um, cool stuff going on there. So, But um, yeah. yeah, that's the side. And then two days
1: and, a week now on this. Yeah.
0: So up. the project begins. Uh, but anyway, uh, enough about me. What about your... Um, well, I can tell you, you now
1: mine is not going to move as fast as yours. Um, <laughs> I don't have two days a week. So that might be something that we need to actually figure out together of like yeah. when... I think we do. I can have some space to do this type of stuff. I mean, you've always been great at giving me time. Yeah. But I've used it to, like, to blob or to read or to to sleep. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Now we can totally look at how we kind of refactor the week and... Yeah. Yeah. Make a spot for that. Yeah. So where's your thinking at?
1: Um, Oh, man. So my thinking at this stage... Hang on, I've actually had to write stuff down because my mummy brain is so, yeah, just not there. I can't find my stuff. Where's the thing on, um... The thing? The thing. There we go. Okay. That's what I'm calling it, the thing, because I have no idea yet what it's (laughs) going to be. (laughs) Okay. So, I... Like I said, I've been on this mummy journey and finally kind of content in the space. And then about just over a year ago, I run into an old colleague of mine. Well, he wasn't a colleague. He worked for a rival TV network, mm-hmm. but, um, we both covered the Breakers New Zealand, um, the franchise, basketball. yeah, basketball team. And, um, yeah, like we always just developed all of the journos, such a, close knit thing there and anyway I hadn't seen him in years and years and years and I I don't know like in conversation with him it's like something there have you ever had one of those moments where you just know you need to take note of this Mm. like there's something swirling around within you
0: Mm. it's like time slows down it's like all of a sudden that's a moment
1: and I kind of see that as a thing of like maybe like Spheres of existence crossing over and it's almost like the <laughs> Holy Spirit kind of like is really near and take note of this okay. type of thing I don't know anyway um, about a year goes by and so this is now about three months ago I was walking across the road and bumped into another colleague of mine which was our main sports producer I used to sometimes fill in for him and I'd do a lot of the sports reporting um, I wasn't a sports reporter, but because I enjoyed sports, they we were a very tiny team, so a lot of it did fall on me. Mm. Um, got got chatting with him and had that same sense again. Mm. It was the weirdest thing. And then about a month ago, my brother goes to me, "Hey, do you mean? take take it or leave it? Like I don't know how to really get, you know say this to you, but I was just." The other day, and I just felt God really randomly go ask Joe Mean about journalism. And so we catch up with him every Friday night, and this is my brother and sister in law. And basically, when he said it, it was like the third time that this kind of feeling happened, and I just knew that this was something. And it was a feeling that excited me, which I haven't had in a very long time. Like, mm. I'm an ideas person. I love I, I love ideas. I always get ideas. But I've also l- learnt over the last few years that I can't start everything because I burn out quite easily from over stimulation, And so I've, I've probably gone into a bit of a little scared phase where <laughs> I'm like, I'm mm. not going to start anything because I won... Mm don't want to be pulling out of it, um, like, just a short way in. And in the other part, I just don't want to get burnt out. And I want mm. to be fully present for our little family. Um, but anyway, so that night, after that conversation with my brother, I started thinking about it. One thing I love... So I don't want to go back into the... Well, I don't think I want to go back into the mainstream news journalism thing. I didn't enjoy the news system, mm-hmm. um, I, but I loved sport, and the reason I never ever went into sports journalism full time coming out of university grad school was because I didn't know how sports could save the world, <laughs> 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 and I was in that young, naive phase of, like, I need to save the world. Anyway, and, yeah, I didn't enjoy main journalism, but... What I did get to do is, every year, New Zealand has a Halberg Awards, which is like a um, it's a sports team or sports member awards. And so during that time, and then lead up to that, the network I worked for, which hosted these awards, did like human interest profiling kind of stories on a bunch of the nominees. Mm. And they always got me to do it because... I loved sport. I love human interest stories. I love the story behind the story, you know, the mm. story behind the person. Yeah. So I want to, I that gets me alive. So sport and that human interest thing. And so I need, to, I want to explore the space. And yeah. obviously since I've gotten out of journalism eight years ago, I've gotten out of TV journalism eight years ago anyway. Um, I, this, the, Medium has changed so much. Mm. There's so many platforms now and these people do mixed media, you know, and um
0: How what year was eight years ago? Uh 2012.
1: Yeah, around I went into documentaries I think around
0: 2012. Yeah. Okay. It's I'm also just...
1: blurry now, I don't quite remember. Yeah. Um yeah. So I do have a bunch of ideas of what it could be, well, yeah, probably, but to, I don't know if I,
0: I'm i keen to hear the starting of thinking. So, you're not open. right
1: now, though.
0: Uh, what, are you how, can, how much
1: time have we got? Probably not right now.
0: We'll probably, I'll have a lot.
1: I, I can know. go into it a bit later, but um,
0: we're coming up on, we're about three minutes away from half th- an th- hour. Th- but, like, initially, like, <laughs> two lines, like, what are the, as you kind of, so you're open to mainstream stuff, but you're also thinking about other yeah. platforms and then
1: in well, terms I of. Well, I guess the other thing is, like, I used to have great relationships with a whole bunch of sports people and sports teams, and it's been so long that and I'm not really in touch with most of them anymore. So it's that whole thing of like, well, if I want to do those kinds of like human interest stories on sports teams and sports people, how will they let me do that? (laughs) If they don't know me, you know, if they don't remember me, bunch of the management's changed from all those teams from years ago. all the management of the sports teams. yeah sports yep. teams okay so yeah i guess that's for me like oh i don't know how this is gonna work
0: It's interesting because in one sense you only need one person one person that already knows you don't necessarily the whole that's if you want to explore the mainstream stuff what um,
1: else you, what do you mean
0: oh i'm thinking mainstream media but you're also thinking like the, the sports teams themselves eh? yeah yeah
1: yeah so anyway, the other thing I really love is Humans of New York. This is mm. a guy, he doesn't do sports people per se. It's
0: profile on Instagram.
1: Yeah, profile on Instagram that, I don't know if he does other platforms as well, but he mm. just, his big thing is every single person has a story. Mm. Um, and that's something I just fully believe. Like you talk to the checkout counter yeah. person, you know, and ah, Just amazing stories. Totally. Yeah. So, I like the way that he does stuff. I don't know if I want to just do a, like, a, a, you know, Instagram kind of photo and write-up type thing. Yeah. I love the video medium as well. Yeah.
0: Um, One thing I've found really helpful, and I've been thinking uh, in terms of the project I'm on, is, is to kind of mock up things quickly. Like, almost just, like... Not even get all the content, just almost go. What would it look like, and like step through the idea a little bit. Um, so I did that um, yesterday, where I where I was looking at like for example, a timeline view. Like, could 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 founders kind of create a, a timeline view of a story of one of their customers as they kind of start to use their product, and that little mechanism. I just mock that up quickly um, as to how, the visual elements of that. Hmm. And, and it wasn't that, that I would go down that line or even that I was particularly strong on that idea, but it almost completed it for me. It helped me explore Rather that than idea being quickly. stuck
1: in your mind for too long. Yeah. In a pondering phase. Yeah, because
0: sometimes, what, and this is what I found with this idea, like I, it gets bigger and bigger and bigger when you, it's in your mind, whereas I put it down on the screen and it just mocked it up super quick. Mm. And then it was gone. Like it was like, oh, okay, sweet. I kind of see the, the, the kind of the feel of what that would actually be and what it wouldn't be. It's mm. like something industrial designers know as well is so if you start to engage in a material and try and figure out what plastic can do or this kind of metal could do pretty soon you figure out what it can do and what it can't do mm. and you get a, a more real sense of what it is
1: and my pl- plastic or wood would be Instagram different. or oh. <laughs> Facebook <laughs> or YouTube <laughs> which one's metal at those uh. <laughs> but yeah um, just a thought yeah. um, I mean the other thing that to be honest I'm a little bit wary even Is because, I yes I feel like I'm coming up to a new season, Mm. but I know I'm not there yet. Yes, like I feel like for the next maybe even a year, it would be Mm. a space for me of exploring what this idea could look like.
0: Yeah,
1: before Durant starts going off to kindergarten,
0: Mm.
1: I don't know what you call kindergarten. Other it's like a little preschool (laughs) thing that they head off to. Another countries, I don't know what you call it. Yeah. Um Yeah. But yeah, like so for me. But then I don't want to get stuck in the just blase exploratory phase because I'm quite yes. an activator. Done. I need to start things like yeah. actual things. That's interesting. To yeah. get energy and momentum.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. So I don't, anyway, <laughs> well, well, I don't know. Upon, yeah, I don't know <laughs> either. Um, but before we go, I do have a question. Um, what are some of your fears around doing this podcast? Because <laughs> I know we um denied for a little while about it and we still haven't, we just decided yesterday, yes, like we'll them. do it. Yeah. <laughs> but we didn't really talk about what our fears and whatever was because we thought we'd reserve that for the yeah. microphone.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think there's two aspects of it there's like, what are my fears? And also, is it worth facing those, and is it worth kind of moving past those? Yeah. I mean, basically, the fears are that this—it's on tape, and you kind of tend to. Even now, I'm feeling it. You kind of edit yourself in, in a small yeah. way when you. And I don't necessarily want to. Of course, there's natural ways in which you would do that, and that's an aspect of that's fine. But I also want to uh, mm-hmm. be able to have a good chat. Um, Honest so, and vulnerable. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I mean, I think part of this particular episode of this podcast has been. An introduction and so there is yeah. a lot more pre like
0: preamble yeah, yeah it's gonna be there's nice to get to into the flow of u- updates and updates, yeah. yeah also just things even around kind of um, prayer and faith and stuff like that. i mean there's only i'm always going to move aside from trying to explain like how i think about that and and all the other counterbalancing forces that go into not just like stereotypical person that's just being led by some voice yeah um, yeah because
1: you do think very differently well,
0: and I think a lot of Christians do that it is the history of the church there's multiple types of um, beliefs within and, and kind of conversations around what is happening in the world and who God is and, and all that but this is not about history and it's not about society and it's not about the church this is just the projects and I'd, hmm. so I think in a way we'll have to scope it by that and just get on with I mean um, God will be involved in these things through kind of prayer and he'll shift us and move us in different ways and And we'll um, push things and we'll have questions. But I don't think it can be. Like trying to really discuss all that. Um, Mm -mm. And yeah. So maybe, yeah, just scoping it like that would be helpful. Because part of me is like feeling, I do need to explain the backstory and all the other Mm -hmm. counterpoints. I'm just, I just don't, we don't have time. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So so there's those. So my fear is just, um, yeah, you're on tape. You can slightly edit, and you can be misunderstood. But, I mean, if we want this to be a thing that we... Uh, it's helping um, us be accountable, have a particular space in the week, and also share a bit of the like realities of a story like this, then that's just what, yeah. what it is. Yeah.
1: Um, I think one of my fears is actually um, just appearing like... I don't know, this is me reading into what people think about being a mum, about yeah. mums, because so often I get the question, what else do you do? Yeah. What are you doing? Like, you know, yeah. I'm like, no, no, I'm just a full-time mum and this is the hardest I've worked in my whole bloody life <laughs> kind of thing. <laughs> this is the most stretched I've been in my whole life. Yeah. Um, But in saying that, you know, like, I'm still constantly grappling with, yeah, this fear of, like, am I going to appear like I'm just this mum with ideas of what she'd love to do, but she doesn't have the legs to actually, yeah, well. or the balls to do something about it, you know? Like, I don't have balls, but... it's um, <laughs> good to clarify. Yeah, yeah. Um,
0: yeah, interesting.
1: Yeah, so I think that's a just, yeah, the idea that people get of me, I yeah. guess, and If this
0: mum, If this becomes too much of a that feeling then we shut it off. Um, yeah. I think if it can't sustain that kind of place mm. of being a, a cool space and it's accountability and it's what we want it to be, let's mm. not do it. Let's yeah. uh, kind of uh, move on.
1: Yeah, that's good. But, and um, I think also though, like, because I was in therapy for most of last year, by the way. Mm. Um, so I feel like one of the things I learned there was that fears, if you, like, imagine going on a Boat or kayak type of thing down through some rapids Mm. and you're, you've got the river banks and every time you come to the rapids, which are these like feelings that you don't like Mm. and that are uncomfortable or judgments or whatever, and you bail out of your kayak. Mm. You, these feelings and thoughts just become bigger and bigger and bigger every time. And so they become harder and harder to actually face and go through. And As in and you don't want to go down the yeah you don't either. want to go down the rapids. You'd rather just bail. Yeah. Um. And but the problem is these cliffs is you know like further along the rapids, so you can't just walk along the side. You actually have to go through the on the on the water through the rapids. Okay. And um, so this is it for me. It's kind of like a lot of these fears I have. I need to just go through them, yep. to see that they're not as big and not as bad as what sure. I feel they are.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's the positive side of this, As fears are there, but, um, yeah, we can practice out of that. I mean, yeah. I think pretty sure. what I've seen in kind of different podcasts like this is that after a while you get into a bit of a rhythm. Yeah. Kind of, it's just a cool update and you don't really even think about it
1: anymore. those yeah. things
0: anymore. So um, that's the hope. Um, yeah. Sweet. Well, should we wrap it? and?
1: Um... My other fear is that I won't actually do anything during the week.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's got to be okay. That's got to be okay. I yeah. mean, this is just the actual real story. So. Um... Yeah.
1: And it's the phase. Where and I'm... you're in
0: the exploration phase now, so there is some kind of thinking that's going on and some reflections and things like that. Mm. Um, and But on that, we'll just, again, see mm. if it's is not actually keeping that accountability and keeping that momentum that we want mm. in, in our projects,
1: that's
0: mm. exit. So.
1: yeah, Cool. Alrighty. Right, so I up. think we'll be here next week.
0: <laughs> we shall see.
1: Sweet. This has been cool. Yeah, it has been. Yeah, I'm glad we're doing this. That's yeah. Good.